This is not a joke. Philip Ronick from the Detroit Red Wings is a member of the Vancouver. The it Canucks. better be a joke. It better be a joke. It's not a joke. Someone let Jim Benning back to the Canucks office. But uh, <laughs> this is a bonus episode of Locked On Canucks covering a trade that doesn't even seem real. Philip Ronick, now a member of the Vancouver Canucks, and a first and a second round pick going back the other way. This is Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Canucks. I am Trevor Beggs. He is Kyle Bowen, and we are dropping some instant reaction to the Canucks' latest trade. They have just acquired 24-year-old right shot defenseman Philip Pronick from the Detroit Red Wings for a 2023 first-round pick. That is the pick, the New York Islanders pick that the Canucks acquired in the trade for Bo Horvat, and a second-round pick as well. And uh, Kyle, I think uh, my reaction when I first saw this trade is I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a joke. My second reaction was, who let Jim Benning back into the Canucks front office? I just, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. And this is what, our our first day on the jobs, and we just dropped an episode earlier that we still got to get up on YouTube. And then I had to do this. I had to do this again. I had to disrupt my schedule to do this. And bro, a lot of things went on there. Yo, I had a meeting that I had to push. The, 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 dude, the dude came here, and then the Canucks made the trade. And also, I'm not, I'm not even lying about this. It's kind of ironic, because on the past episode, we kind of talked about this. But my girlfriend's car, her battery died, and she called me to see if I could help her out. She's 10 minutes away. You know what I said? I said no. The Canucks just messed my whole life up. It's unbelievable, bro. This is this is something else, and I don't even know. Like we're so disorganized. Do we have to do we have to call out the sponsors right now uh, for this episode or what? Like where where are we going with this? I don't know. But once again, the Canucks are just, in my opinion, not patient. Not patient when that's what. They should be doing, and man, oh man, if there's one general manager that you don't want to trade with, it's probably Stevie Y, for real, for real. And the Canucks are way too volatile of an organization to be dealing with an absurd offering like this. This is this is a lot, and I don't know much about the players, so I'm going to pass it over to you because I've already sworn the first episode and I bleeped it, bleeped it out. I, I, if I can, can continue, Trevor, you may... You may need a new co-host already on day one, bro. And I'm trying to, yeah, come on, man. Continue, man. Yeah, and you asked so what kind of a player Philip Pronick is. So Philip Pronick has had a good season so far. I think the thing with his game is that the offense has always been there. He's typically been a big point producer. So, you know, this is his fifth NHL season. He's pretty much been a point per game, or sorry, a half point per game guy throughout his NHL career. He has 156 points. In 305 games. So, you know, 40 points a season um, for a defenseman, not bad. Uh, 24 years old, not bad. Right shot, not bad. Uh, the main issue is for at least his first four NHL seasons, he was not a good defenseman in terms of actually defending. You know, he's had a lot of holes in his game. Uh, honestly, and this might this might piss off some Canuck fans, but Canuck fans should already be pissed off. He almost seems like a younger version of Oliver Ekman Larson, but he just plays the right side. Um, he obviously doesn't have the Albatross contract. That he's well, in the a second young, year a of younger the deal. Oliver Ekman Larson is that guy, though. You know, if you get a guy like that, he's that guy, which we could live with. I think. I just think, and bro, again, I just cut you off, and I'm I'm so sorry, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm mad, bro. I'm mad. I just want. I just want it easy. I want to stick with the process. I think that's what Canuck fans want. They want 
to follow something. They want to follow a script. They don't want to take this this random route. They want to play it just a little bit safe. And I know, I know, if you're scared to take a chance, how the, you know, you're going to get rich. I know that's the saying, but right now, again, this organization is way too volatile to be reaching like this. And is there another way to make this deal? Is there another route they can go to get a player like this without having to give up prime real estate asset that you got for Bo Horvat. Yeah. And I guess I'm curious of the conditions on that pick as well, because, you know, that was the big return in the Bo Horvat trade. You're thinking, you know, obviously the Canucks will have a first round pick this year, or the more likely and better scenario is that the Islanders miss the playoffs. They keep their pick this year and then they crap out next year. And that's how teams like the Colorado Avalanche got Bo and Byram, you know, that is an easy way to get another superstar. Uh, for a guy like Bo Horvat, who wasn't going to be part of the future here, so uh, that's really frustrating. Again, I'm really curious what the co- the conditions on that are. We'll we'll cover that tomorrow on our next full episode of Locked On Canucks. But yeah, it's this this is a mess, man. And it was just you know a few days ago I was starting to think about how you know maybe the Canucks are starting to change under Patrick Elvey. And I think with Jim Rutherford, you know it seemed like he wanted to rush things. He talked about retool over rebuild. Um, but then as soon as, you know, Patrick Alvin starts doing more media, you know, doing things like trading Bohorvat for a conditional first round pick and a former uh, second round pick in Atu Ratu. They do things like Bilo and Vitaly Kravstov. And you're thinking this team is maybe they're starting to think about the future more. And then they go and trade for a guy in Philip Peronik who's had basically one good season in terms of being a defensive defenseman. It's Oliver Ekman Larson 2.0. You, you want to you make this trade with a dude named Stevie Y, who's repping the Red Wings, his team. You already saw what he did with Tampa, and now he's slowly doing that with Detroit. And Detroit's a team that probably needs a defenseman that's averaging 40 points per season in his NHL career through 300 games. They had one of those guys, and they traded him. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on with this dude? Something? Yeah, They traded him for that, too. They traded him for assets that's not going to help this core get into the playoffs anytime soon. And I think that's the next step for that organization. They're a very prideful organization. And, you know, Stevie Y has been there for a little bit now and things got to change yet. They're dishing out that type of guy. And I think, I don't know, man, you know, it's, it's one of those things. Did Alvin put this deal together? And Stevie Y was like, obviously let's, fu- let's do this. Let's do this. I almost did it there, but I didn't do it, but let's, you know, or did Stevie Y just think he could fleece or not fleece, but just again, get, does this guy have a contract at the end of the year? Like, what's going on with that, too? Like, I, I, I'm i all over the place, Bagsy, again. I, I got to cut myself off because I'm trying to not get fired after day one, all right? Again, swore two times in the first episode. Not trying to do that here. Almost did it on that spiel. Go ahead, Bagsy. Yeah, I, I, I think I mentioned on the top of Philip Pronick. Uh, he's getting getting paid $4.4 million a season, and he's signed to the end of next year. He will be an RFA at the end of next season. Um, all right. Before we wrap up this instant uh, analysis here on Locked On Canucks, uh, I got to tell you about, you know, why I have a day job, why I'm at work right now. It's because I used Indeed. If you were hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. 
With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with the resumes on Indeed that match your job description. And you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. One of the things I love most about Indeed is you can find candidates instantly. You know what? Maybe Patrick Alvin should be uh, on Indeed because <laughs> man, oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm still rattled. But I, I got to finish this read, man. I got to finish this read. <laughs> With Instant Match, over 90% of employers get quality candidates as soon as they sponsor a job post, according to Indeed data. Candidates invite you to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply than job candidates who only see it in search. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your post at indeed.com slash locked on. Offer valid through March 31st. Hey, Canucks, if you're listening, if you're listening, you need a general manager, $75 through Indeed. Go to indeed.com slash locked on to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And um, you, know, you know what you also need, Kyle? Um, because, you know, our lives are going downhill. You know, maybe we just need to start throwing our money uh, on, on FanDuel, get some betting underway. You know, maybe we need to start watching the NBA. And the midway point of the NBA season is here. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. There you can bet on everything from the money line to porn scores to threes drained. Um, I might start throwing some money at my other team, the Portland Trailblazers, because, you know, I, I love losers. I love the Canucks who are losers. I love the Trailblazers who are losers. Wow. And uh, basically, I'm just saying I, I'm a loser. Um, right. But if, if I want to be a degenerate and, you know, be a loser and, and bet on teams who, who lose, um, I can do so on FanDuel.com. FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a chance at bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Yeah, day one of the job, Kyle. And uh, you know Patrick Alvin, I think, again, his reputation is it's going to take a big hit here for sure because this is a short-sighted trade. For a guy yo, who hasn't been good. Aquilini did this, yo. Aquilini did this. <laughs> Aquilini did this. And he's saying this, you know, if he sees this, like, you know, we're probably never getting credentials. But, yo, Aquilini, we know he did this, bro. We know he did this, man. Come on, bro. I can't. I, You know, Begsy, man, I'm a nice guy, dude. I'm a nice guy. Again, haven't littered in a long time. It's been years and years. It's been a decade plus since this team was uh, important in the standings consistently and all this fan base wants is a plan they're down for some patience they don't want to rush anything they don't they don't they just want security in their thoughts you know they don't they don't ha- want to have to assume or hate on somebody they don't even know yet in this or how do you say this guy's name heronic that that dude heronic. I'm, yeah, sure heronic. You, I'm sure you're talented look at the numbers do your thing but fans don't really want they don't want to have to live with the worst case scenario and i think a lot of us are dealing with that in vancouver because not not because of us being overly negative but because we're only human beings man we're we're products of our environment and again it's been so volatile in this city in this market for years because of what the team has done on the ice and off the ice and we were just ready for something a little bit more calm and 
This is what happens, bro. This is what happens, okay? For real. I got a meeting. I'm canceling my meeting, moving it all over the place. Yeah. Someone I love. Dude, someone I love. Her, her car breaks down. I can't even help her out because of this. Because of what? Day one on the job covering the Canucks? Is that fair to me? Yeah. Did I deserve this? You know, I, I think you and I need to uh, collect our thoughts. And, you know, we will we will be doing a full episode of Locked On Canucks tomorrow. Uh, because, you know, that's what we do at Locked On. It's your team every day. And, uh, you know, as, as we get in the groove, uh, we hope that you all make Locked On Canucks your first listen of the day. And, uh, yeah, I, I, my head's spinning, man. I need to get some fresh air, dude. I, yeah. I, I feel like Jim Betting is back in the front office. Whoa, and, you know, yeah. I'm going down Conspiracy Theory Boulevard right now. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Okay. Let's not do that. Uh, leave a leave a comment below. After today's trade, how much faith do you have in this management group? And and I don't even know what else to say, man. Can we can I just go get some tea or something, man? I just I need a hug, bro. I love yeah. the fans. And thanks for watching this. Rem remember to subscribe. If you're listening to this, rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Because Begsy's having a second kid. And again, he wants to go to their soccer practices and whatnot. He doesn't want to have to work 18 hours a day. So let's just get that number up. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm working harder than Patrick Alvin, man. Do your homework, buddy. Do your homework. Unbelievable. Are we out of here? Peace. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.